It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. A spiritual home for so many in our nation's capital. The Washington, D.C. Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Join Boyd Matheson as he hosts lawmakers, Washington VIPs, and members of the church. This week, special broadcasts of Inside Sources, live from the open house of the D.C. Temple. Well, U.S. Ambassador to Turkey, Jeff Flake, toured the Washington, D.C. Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints yesterday with many of his former colleagues, senators, uh, who were also here for the tour. I spoke to Ambassador Flake uh, on a wide range of issues from his experience at the temple with many of his former colleagues to the passing of Utah Senator Orrin Hatch. And then we got into some of the real specifics in terms of his current role as ambassador to Turkey and a very unique perspective in terms of what is going on in Ukraine and how Turkey's role is going to matter in the end. Well, we started by talking uh, about uh, the experience at the temple with his colleagues. Here's what uh, Ambassador Flake had to say. I was able to go and, uh, and travel out with uh, about a dozen of my former colleagues and it was just an incredible experience not uh, not only at the temple but on the bus ride out uh to have senator romney and senator lee brief you know their colleagues on uh, you know what the temple is and uh, what it's all about it was a really special experience and then obviously to be with them there uh you know the washington dc temple for anybody who has lived out here or worked out here has just been a fixture um, in, in our time and uh so to, to see that in operation again and so beautiful it's just it was great we talked on the top of the show about how often we look to members of Congress to be able to talk their way out of the problems the country is facing uh, but that at the DC temple uh, members found that there was actually real power uh, in not saying anything at all. Ambassador Flake uh, talked about that specifically uh, with his colleagues sitting quietly and the lesson that that contained. As we you know, sat in the temple just uh, part of the time with nobody speaking at all, but just, uh, just the quiet. Um, I don't think it's, I think it's very difficult not to, to feel something there. And, uh, so it was it was just an incredible experience it really was and you know you spend so much time uh, with your colleagues in the senate whether it's a uh, uh, committee work or drafting legislation or uh, travel on codels and uh, to be able to share this uh, with them was was really special we also took time with ambassador flake to reflect on the life and legacy of former utah senator orrin hatch uh, Senator Flake, uh, former Senator Flake, uh, talked about their time together. He talked about his time in the House uh, and also shared with us some of the lessons that he learned from Senator Hatch. You know, I got to Washington first in 1987 to do an internship in the Senate uh, with Senator DeConcini at the time. And I looked up to Senator Hatch uh, at that time uh, so much as did we all. He'd already been uh, part of the Senate for you know, over a decade then, uh, uh, two terms, I think, by that time. And and uh, I had no idea 
uh, obviously then that I would be able to to serve with him uh, and to to work with him and to legislate with him and uh, that was really uh, one of the greatest honors I had he brought so much institutional knowledge and uh, was such an example to me of you know reaching across the aisle and to be able to, to work and to legislate as uh, as a legislator should <laughs> so I, I'll never never forget uh, you know that experience and then you know we were both ending our uh, Senate service at the same time so uh, we were able to sit and, and reflect often uh, in those last few months in particular and I was on the Judiciary Committee with Senator Hatch where he you know, obviously had spent so much time and uh, gained so much fame, if you will, and was so respected. And that was certainly a treat for me. Ambassador Flake uh, then went on to discuss Turkey, uh, his current assignment as the United States ambassador to Turkey, and how things have changed and how quickly things have changed since Russia invaded Ukraine. It's a consequential place in, at any time, just given the geography and the, the role that it's played. But with the backdrop of war in Ukraine, uh, it's been even more important. And so uh, Cheryl and I had about six weeks to get our feet wet before uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And uh, that has really dominated uh, events since that time. And I'm pleased to say that uh, that Turkey has stepped up and has leaned in, you know, as a NATO ally and as a supporter of Ukraine's independence. And so it's been, uh, you know, in in a horrible time, obviously, for Ukraine. It's been heartening to see so many of our allies step up, and Turkey has been one of those. The ambassador went on to talk about specifically what Turkey has done and where Turkey has stepped in for Ukraine. This is fascinating. Take a listen. Turkey, uh, because of the treaty, the Montreux um, Convention of 1936, has control of the Turkish Straits, the Bosphorus and the Dardanelles. And uh, in times of war, Turkey can uh, deny belligerents in the, in the war access uh, to the Black Sea through the Straits. And uh, I don't think there was much expectation that Turkey would actually do that because they rely uh, and, and are intimidated in many ways by Russia. But they did. Um, within five days of the invasion, they closed off the straits to Russian warships. And uh, that took a lot, and uh, we've praised them for it. So, obviously, uh, what's gained a lot of uh, renown during the, the, these first uh, few months of the war are the Turkish drones that have, uh, have been provided to Ukraine, that have been uh, effective for Ukraine. Uh, I think it's so important to know this has not been discussed nearly enough uh, that you know Turkey does have the ability to close those straits to combatants to those that are causing the problems in a war, uh, and most people did not think that Turkey would do that, but within five days, as the ambassador explained, uh, they had done that. They had stopped. Uh, Russian warships from using those straits to enter the Black Sea. Uh, that is so significant. Uh, it's one that I think we've really missed in terms of coverage that uh, Turkey really did step up there. And then, of course, uh, the ambassador also mentioned the drones that uh, have become quite infamous there in terms of what they've been able to do to wreak havoc uh, against Vladimir Putin and his army. Uh, so I thought that was a really interesting perspective from the ambassador to talk about the, the Turkish straits and that they – 
they did step up, that they stood with NATO allies uh, and said, no, we're not going to allow those that are causing this war and perpetuating this war from using those straits uh, on the Black Sea uh, that Turkey controls. That's really significant. Uh, finally, Ambassador Flake said that uh, he's watching closely. He's looking ahead uh, to see if the U.S. and its allies can continue to stick together, that that unity is such a vital component of success for Ukraine uh, and safety for the rest of the world. It has been great to see our allies come together and a lot of countries kind of reorient themselves. Uh, I don't think anybody really wants to rely on Russian weapon systems anymore or to rely on the Russians to service them or to be in charge or have any impact on any country's uh, sovereignty. I hope that, uh, that Putin isn't allowed in polite company ever again, uh, given what has happened there. And uh, I think the next couple of months will be obviously important to see uh, how we stick together and uh, what how the world responds. Um, so uh, it, it's going to be a, a vital couple of months coming ahead, not just for those countries in the region, but for the West in particular. That's our exclusive interview with uh, United States Ambassador to Turkey, Jeff Flake, of course, a former senator and uh, from the state of Arizona. Uh, so he understands the West as well. But I thought that was such an important insight from the ambassador uh, relating to what's going on in Ukraine and, and how Turkey has stepped up. And then the test will be, can all of those allies stick together through the negative impacts on others in terms of sanctions and, and a lot of those uh, supply chain issues and, of course, that dependence on Russian oil and gas. And so those are all continued tests. So we appreciate uh, the ambassador to Turkey, Jeff Flake, from uh, for taking a little time with us here on Inside Sources, sharing some great perspective in terms of Turkey, also in terms of his colleagues and his experience here at the Washington, D.C. Temple. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the local Washington, D.C. community. How the community's reacting to the D.C. Temple Open House. Stay with us. Much more to come on this special coverage from our nation's capital on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.